it's essentially you're putting a dream into people's heads. That's what a brand is for me. And the main question for me would be, what do you want people to know that you care about? All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Quick Coffee. Super excited to be here. And uh, as always with Felix, Felix, how's it going? Pat, good to see you. Yeah, I'm doing really good. I am currently designing many, many different things, which makes me happy. But, uh, you know, always, always important to keep focus, right? So we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, designing for Crandom. I'm designing for Blossom. I'm designing for Quick Coffee sometimes. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's see. Let's definitely, see how it definitely. goes. I mean, <laughs> you, you have, you have, I think, around like four or five different design projects going on at the same time, you know, and, and still, still very creative and still, you know, always coming up with new ideas. But it, but it is a lot, I think, I, well, I would assume that is, that is going on right now. I mean, the, the difference is, um, you know, when I remember back at Mapify, I mean, we were designing Mapify, a travel app for three years. There is the point where, it's, you know, some, at some point you kind of run out of ideas if you only focus on one single project all the time. You know, the, yeah. the cool thing about, you know, being able to work on two or three different projects is that you can always, you know, you can always find new ideas and then jump to the project where you just had an idea for. And, yeah, and nice. it, it just really helps for, for the creative, you know, creative process as well. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll probably chat about that in a, in a future episode. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I wanted to quickly, you know, touch upon we've now we've now done 10 episodes. This is the Crazy. 11th um, and it's, it's, it's so cool. And, and what I really liked, especially about the last two episodes, and we can we can maybe talk about our, our favorite one for for just a quick second. But um, especially the last two episodes on health, um, I think this this original idea that we had with it, which is opening a conversation, has really worked much more than we thought. And, and it was really nice to see people responding and people reaching out to both of us with um, not only their health uh, stories, but also, you know, kind of what they learned from the episodes and what they took away from it. So I think this is one theme that I, I think we can we can continue um, with Quick Coffee uh, now and then and, and dive deeper in future episodes, which um, which I think will give people more opportunity to uh, to really learn from it and see and get some insights. And what I also find super cool is that with everything that people share with us, I have now gotten in touch with a couple of people and talked about health related topics that I would have otherwise never, never spoken to. And that's, that's also super cool to see. So 100%. super excited to, to, to where um, Quick Coffee is going. Yeah. And, and it's funny, right? Because for me, it really feels like Quick Coffee is almost like a product. Like the, the moment you launch it, you get so much feedback. And then based on the feedback, you can, you know, yeah. iterate and, and develop and, and bring new, bring in new ideas. And it has been like that, right? I think that we started with culture topics, hiring topics, you know, so many different, and then and eventually health topics. And and now I think we found a space that that is worth covering in future episodes, just because we've kind of you know dropped one episode and and the, and got the feedback, right? And I yeah. I, I kind of like this iterative the you know process. Same with yeah, you know, definitely with that with this podcast. So. Yeah, Let's, definitely. All right. Yeah. Today we're, we're, yeah, today we're diving in um, and we are basically coming a little bit back to the first episode in terms of the format, because we want to, we want to take a deep dive into brand and what brand really means and what, what branding is and how we understand it. And I think um, it's important to look into it because even though product brand and marketing are so interlinked and, and if you do it well, they have to function together very, very well. It's also a topic that I think is not 
super well understood in terms of what it truly means. And so I would kind of kick this off um, asking you, you know, how would you define brand? And especially as a designer, you know, what does it mean to you? And and what will be your definition mm. if you had to if you had to put it in one sentence, for mm. example? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I mean, there are probably many many different um, you know definitions out there. I mean, a brand to me is really it's essentially you are putting a dream into people's heads. That's what a brand is to me. It's like you know you're defining this one wish, this one claim, and then this one value it could be it it could be anything but you're defining essentially a dream or you're crafting a dream and then you're putting it into people's head hats and minds and i think that is what to me a brand really really you know you really looks like and it's it's so emotionally connected so we like take a few examples right when you think about a brand you know such as i don't know could it could be anything it could be apple right they are they are emotionally putting something into your head which is this extremely well and simple you know product of a high quality and a joyful usage that's at least what it brings into my head when i think about microsoft example for example it's a different vision it's a different dream it's more ah, it's hard to say because i'm such an apple fan <laughs> that for me it's, it's hard to frame you know a really <laughs> positive dream when i think about microsoft but um what I think I'm trying to say here is that it's 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 really what is it you put into people's minds, and we'll talk about yeah. that in a second. But that I think I'd like to kick it off with such a broad definition to me at least. How do you think about? Yeah, that? I like that. Yeah, I like I like that idea of you know um, putting something into people's minds in terms of how they think about the company. I think for me, I would approach you know the the definition angle a little bit differently, saying you know for me a brand is. The outside representation of your company and product values and i think it it actually goes along with what you're saying in 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 the way that i think ultimately you're you're telling a story about what your company is about mm. what you care about you know i think for me the strongest brands this is where it actually connects with culture the strongest brands are the brands that have values and really honestly show that they are living these values in the product and in what they are doing. And that's that's the similarity to culture where, you know, with culture, you also have values. And the question is, are you living these values? And I think for me, a great brand, it comes down to what kind of what what kind of brand values mm. do you have and do you really live them? Are your customers really able to see them? And are you really putting them into their products? Mm. And I think that is where um, ultimately, with these values, there is a dream that can be created, and that's mm -hmm. where you know I think the two definitions kind of interlink. And maybe just as a as a last comment, you know, before we start talking a little bit more into the into, into the details about branding, I think what I also find interesting is a brand is so connected is basically shaped by so many touch points that you have with your customer. So it is product related for sure, right? When you when you take Apple as an example, it's you know it is you as a customer using the product let's say an iphone and and that kind of connects you to the brand but it is so much more it is also the way the customer support is interacting with you which is yes, another 100%. touch point from the company the brand with you as a customer right or it is you being in the subway station looking at a marketing banner it is another touch point they have created between their brand and you as a customer so meaning it is so important to look at to the, all those different touch points in order to to create a very consistent brand 
I actually think when you look at this, when you look at the customer journey and you look at, you know, every single touch point that a customer might have with you, this is where, for me, the, the difference is being created between a an okay company and a great company in terms of the brand, because the best companies will be, you know, having their values reflected in everything they do. Beyond the product, right? beyond the product. Yeah, definitely. Take, definitely, take definitely. your remover example, yes. right? It's an amazing yeah, product, but it goes beyond 100%. that, right? Yeah, yeah, because because ultimately, so that that's the interesting thing, right? When we go, when we 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 can we can um, talk about a couple of companies, but the Remova example for me is so telling. They have this brand of being, you know, the best high class luggage that you can get in the world, and they have created this brand, but they also have created a brand that really tells people that they fundamentally care about the experience that people have with their product. Now, you, of course, need to make the product great, but I had this situation, and I, I shared this on LinkedIn a couple couple uh, months back. I had this situation where one of my wheels broke off from the Remova, and then I couldn't you know, roll it anymore. And I went to the store, and they, without even asking, without any question, they replaced all four wheels. Not, not just the only the broken one, but they actually replaced all of them without any charge because they wanted to show me as a customer that they don't just want to sell me this product they really want to make my travel awesome that is the that is the Amazing. you know part of the mission that they have now that for me is what differentiates the the you know okay companies that just put a product out there and maybe have you know a little bit of marketing and branding from the companies that think about we have this brand value that we want to make travel awesome for people and now how do we get that to function in every step of the way, right? And that's also going to be customer service and that's going to be marketing and that's going to be messaging and that's going to be our website and that's going to be how we communicate. That's going to be everything along the way. So I think this is where great comp great brands are, are being created. What will be the best brand to you that 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 is is there in the world? If you had to pick one, maybe you have to pick one aside from Apple, of course, but you know, if you had to pick a company that really inspires you in terms of brand, which one would, would it be? Really good question. I mean, if you if I can't choose Apple, I might choose brands like or a brand such as Airbnb, which is really connected to my personal story as well. You know, remember us being in the office and it has been one of these offices where I went in and I immediately felt connected to their kind of vision, you know, of you know, it, making kind of or belonging anywhere, which is like, you know, making you feel like you're at home, which they have achieved, you know, just by me visiting their office. Um, but it's also, it goes like Airbnb, I think goes, you know, it, it allows me to, it, when I think about Airbnb, I, I think about many different, you know, many different aspects that connect me to that brand. It's again, it's the same, right? It is their product, but it is also their office, right? It's their employees. You know, when I, when I was in San Francisco meeting people that worked at Airbnb, it was just this kind of culture of, you know, everyone working towards this vision of making homes accessible anywhere in the world. Yeah. And um, and then obviously, you know, the visual aspect of it, I think it's also very, you know, as I said, emotionally connected to, so you, I think, and that's also how brands work, right? Take, you know, take Microsoft and, and Apple as an example. There are people who prefer Microsoft over Apple, right? And that's just because they are emotionally, you know, emotionally connected to yes. the brand on a different level than they are to Apple. Which is which is also which which makes creating brands 
So what is so important when you're creating a brand is that you're truly understanding who you're trying to target and then make everything possible in order to really find that target group and, and satisfy that target group, right? Same with you and Remova. Um, but I think that, that'd be my answer, right? Airbnb, because they're connecting on an emotional level you know, with me on, on many different layers. Yeah. What would it be yeah, for you? You, you buy, you buy yeah. I think just to, just to stay with Airbnb for a moment, you, you buy, you have this emotional buy-in into this journey. And it's the same for me. I think the interesting thing for, for Airbnb, and I have one critical point I want to share also, but the interesting point with the story of Airbnb is that this is a company that has been around for such a long time of our lives, right? And we've, we've used it for, you know, maybe five, six, seven years. And so, we have really this idea of making great places to stay available all across the planet for people who would have never otherwise have the opportunity to get in touch with hosts and get in touch with exactly these kind of places and live in these places has has is an idea that they put in people's heads exactly. and then they execute it with executed on it. The interesting thing is, I would say that there is a lot of people, righteously so, by the way, also now today criticizing airbnb for what they're doing in terms of cleaning fee in terms mm. of professionalism right like there's a lot of apartments that are being hosted by professionals you don't see the host anymore you don't have any contact with like a real person we went to barcelona we booked an airbnb and basically there's just one person coming throwing over the key that is not even the owner of the apartment right and and so yeah the interesting thing is this is where this is where the brand is so powerful that on the one side, of course, people buy into this story, but on the other side, they also realize when the story is not holding up anymore, right? And where it's just like, okay, this is basically now like a hotel, but I just don't have a reception, right? And I'm just alone in my room and there's nobody that I could talk to that would give me like personal recommendations, right? So With this is where I think, you know, the, the, the stronger brand you build the more people will connect to it and they will want to see these values being lived exactly. and they will want to see it in your product and they will talk to you when it's not the case anymore, right? So that that's just one point in Airbnb where I think it's so interesting. 100%, 100%. The, the, more, the, the bigger the brand gets, the harder it will be to, you know, to really stay true and authentic to your values you've initially defined. 100%. Yeah. I would I would totally yeah. agree. And I, I also see the downside of a brand like Airbnb, but also Apple, Right, that that where I, you know, because of the size, would also criticize many, many different things, you know, you know, labor work and and you know, export import, like you know, just looking. I think it's also difficult to look at a company such as Apple and only look at the positive sides of the brand, which is for me yes. incredibly well designed products. But I mean, you know, looking at Apple in a you know in a bigger picture, obviously there are hundreds of topics that I wouldn't agree with, and I and I can totally criticize. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and I think I think that's the that's the challenge ultimately that you have. We will talk about you know branding in the very beginning, but ultimately, the number one question at some point, the bigger you become, it becomes, you know, yes, you have defined your values, you've you've built a brand around it. Now people really want to see you live up to that, and they will they will judge you on it, you know, and yeah. they will they will test and they want to see. And I think one just to give one last example here. For me, one of the strongest brands in the world is Patagonia. The, and, and the reason for it is that they have, over the last years, consistently taken steps to ensure that their values are being lived. And it's like getting to this you know, ridiculous level where literally like the founder now gave away the company because he wants the company to be run for 
the the benefit of the planet yeah and they are literally telling people you know on their website the first thing that you see is like you know don't buy new stuff you know use your sweater a little bit longer and you can always make a case against them but one thing that i think is very very hard to say is that they are not actively trying to define these values and live them in the maximum way possible right like they are they are still a business and i think nobody should judge them for it but they are actively investing a lot of time and thinking in you know how can we define the values that we stand behind and 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 take radical steps to signalize to our customers that we really care about it right and th and that takes a lot of grit and it takes a lot of independence yeah. and 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 input from the founders so so i think um that that's that's really where you know some great examples come in and 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 we and and, and probably there could be a longer discussion about this but how would you approach now that we want to you know come to a little bit more concrete part of this episode especially in terms of like early stage you know company environments how would you create a brand? What I think, what are the main, you know, steps that you think people should take? And then we can quickly, you know, also talk about, you know, what's, what's maybe for you the top two things in the very beginning that people who are new to a company or starting a company should, should pay attention to. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, I mean, it goes a little bit back to the conversation we had earlier. I think, you know, you would probably now, you know, mention values. For me, it would be more about establishing the dream very early on. So what would be the dream that I want people to live, you know, in the next five to 10 years? That would really be my first question. And I would try to break it down to really small steps. So, you know, take Apple, right? They're, the dream they want people to live is, you know, being a creative. Like, it's not like their dream is not, you know, use our MacBook and, you know, do whatever you want with it. It's, it's really, we've crea we're creating a tool that allows you to go limitless with your creativity, that is essentially yeah. what they're trying to make you, that, that a dream they're trying to put into your head. And I think that's where you should start. And then obviously it really goes into the question of how do you now ensure that these values are reflected, which is, point, which is the second step. And this really goes into define all the different touch points you have with your customers, right? Be it through the product, be it through marketing, be it through your employees, right? So for example, yeah. I mean here, quick example at Blossom, right? Whenever, like, what, what is super important, like, to us, obviously, with our vision of trying to be, like, one of the best design studios out there is every employee at Blossom has to reflect that when they are in touch with our clients, right? It's, it's, so, it's so important, right? It's not only the output we have. It's not only the products we're designing. It is also the way we're communicating with our clients, right? So it's, it's really you want to sit down for your own business and define those touch points and make sure yes. that those touch points are also really well kind of be, you know, lift. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think actually that, that can lead, I think for me, the, the initial question that I would be asking, and I think it, it connects very well with what you said in terms of, you know, you want to, you want to have that story that people, you know, know about your company that that they start, you know, adopting and 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 believing in and and really seeing in what you do. And the and the and the main question for me would be, what do you want people to know that you care about? Yeah. Right? Like what if you if you asked if you if you 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 establish a brand today, if you asked a stranger one year later that sees your website and sees your LinkedIn and sees every everything that you put out there if you ask that person that has been maybe in touch with your product for a day and and seen and maybe met one person from your company if you ask them what does this company truly care about 
they have to be able yes. to say it, right? That is the test. That is the ultimate test. Yeah. Because one thing is totally clear. If you are in touch with Patagonia for one day, you go to their website, you go to the store, you talk to one person working in Patagonia, you will know 110% that they care relentlessly about the planet, about the environment, right? And that's what that's what they truly care about. And they live it in every single yep. thing that they do. Yep. So th th that that for me, I think is, is that's the interesting test, 100%. right? That you can you can apply. So how do you come there, right? And I think that's kind of maybe the, the third step yep. of how to create a brand after we've talked about defining your values or your dream. Second was, you know, ensuring that those touch points and values are really being reflected through many, many different ways. And, you know, as I said, touch points. And the third one is really, how do you achieve that? How do you achieve, you know, how do you, how do you pass the test? Basically asking a stranger in one year what they think about your brand. And I think you do that by being authentic and consistent with your values and communications from day one. Yes. You will only yes. achieve, you know, great brand success if you stay authentic. If you don't promise things that you don't stand up for. And it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a Patagonia or a brand that just started. Right. I think it is so important to to be true to yourself and and really, yeah. you know, and really, yeah, and really kind of distribute that consistent communication over, part, you know, over a certain, you know, time period of time, um, which will eventually bring you there. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. I think the the interesting thing here is it doesn't have to be a super big, you know, initiative in the beginning. Maybe you define the top two values that you as a company want to care about and that you want your customers to know about. That's going to be the top two things. Now you think about how are we going to put these top two things in action? How are we going to relentlessly live them and then talk about it? The approach here is very important because you want to first live it and then you want to talk about it because ultimately the worst thing that can happen is that your customers see you talk about it but not live it, right? And so At some point, I think a strong brand is being created in people's minds in the moment where they realize they have these values as a company and they are really living it. And I can feel it in the product and I can see it on the website and I can feel it in a store and I can feel it in the customer service interactions, right? And everything that this company does is about this value and people buy into the value much more than they buy into the product. That's why people buy a new iPhone every single year, even even though not that much changes because they buy into the long-term story that the company is telling. And it's so interesting that you mentioned this because ultimately when you look at Apple advertisements, it's like a photo taken with the iPhone. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not buy the new iPhone. It's yeah. like we have this mission to empower you And we care about it so much that our entire advertisement is not even about our product. It's not even showing our product. It's about the wish. It's showing what you want, what you are accomplishing with it, which shows two things. First of all, they really care about it. Second of all, you can actually accomplish it because they make the product so awesome that it's that it works, right? And so, you know, I think it's 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 there's there's a lot of things to criticize and there's a lot of things to to reflect on. And I think maybe we can do a deep dive on on a couple of companies episodes in the future, but. This is something that they have really done well, and I think it's it's super powerful. So if you if you had to quickly summarize the, the top two things you would say, you know, that someone should do in the beginning, what would it be for you? And then we then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more, right? I think this is such a powerful topic, and I'm I'm I, I love talking about it because I truly believe it's something that that should be covered more, right? Because people 
tend to think about the product, but it's actually the brand, right? And that and that makes yeah. it so so interesting. Definitely. All right. Let's 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 wrap it up. I mean, you know, we have our core takeaways here, which is first, you know, the brand generally is basically the outside representation of your company and product values. And what that means is that strong brands need to be lived. It's really about you are putting the dream or a wish into people's hands, and then it's your job to make sure that it is constantly being lived, right? Yes. It's also important to understand that branding and marketing are not the same, right? Marketing without a strong brand is empty, right? It's And it's the same with products, you know? Products without a strong branding is are also empty. So, you know, understand that brand is basically above anything else. And I think last but not least, the product needs to represent the brand, right? If you if you think about yes. having a brand and you define it, then you also want to make sure that the product and everything you're working on is really aligning with your brand and represents that. Um, so, yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you very, very much for listening in. What a cool conversation about branding. I think this is something that we will revisit in future episodes as well. And um, we're excited about the next episode. See you next Thursday and have a great day ahead. Cheers. Cheers.